Hi, and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. This is Coach James Short, and welcome. Wow. Oh, this is amazing. We are so privileged and so honored on these podcasts, in particular today, where we've got a dear friend, a great mentor. I've been part of her life, and likewise, for, for many, many years, she's taught me so much on her journey and uh, the, the network that she has around her, and it's a great privilege to have her on the line. And it's the one and only Susie Daftus. Now, Susie Daftus, now let's get a little bit of an intro around Susie and, and a bit of a background. She's the CEO of her business, formerly uh, known as the Australian Business Women's Network. Uh, her business provides education and mentoring and support for women who want to grow their business, expand their network, learn from world-leading role models, be inspired and encouraged through every stage of their growth, and create the business that they love. Now, the amount of awards that her business and she has won is absolutely phenomenal. She's but she's been a finalist of the Ernst and Young Entrepreneur of the Year Awards, BRW Young Rich List, finalist for the Tolstra Business Women's Award, Palace on the Dragons Den TV show, and the list goes on. So let's bring her online. Let's bring her live and welcome Susie. Hello, it's wonderful to be here. I'm, I'm just laughing because I've, I've known you for quite a long time and I don't think I've ever been introduced by you before. So that was awesome. Thank you. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. It's so nice. I mean, yes, we've shared, we share some great history together, but it's really beautiful to have you and, and, and I guess showcase you and, and, and find out a little bit more about your, your doing, your story, um, and I guess how you're impacting so many women's lives. It's just phenomenal. So if you want to start off with, I guess, share us a little bit of your, your story and I guess how you've got to where you are today. Thank you. Well, let me try and condense 20 years into just a couple of minutes. Basically to say, like a lot of people, um, I started uh, a business with very few resources. I'd actually been retrenched and I decided to go out on my own and I dragged my partner along with me uh, and uh, we started our business from a spare room of our apartment uh, in the mid-90s. And we grew that to multiple cities, an office in the US, an office in New Zealand, and then we sold that business. <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur at heart and so I've started and grown a number of different businesses. My passion is business. So who I really love to work with is the owners of businesses. Not people who have an idea for a business, but people who've been in business long enough to realize, ah, I don't have all the skills or I've used all the tools in my tool belt and now I need someone who's an expert. I need mentors. I need to keep growing my skill set in order to be more successful. Um, and so the way I do that how that shows up right now is that I work with mostly women entrepreneurs, um, starting off usually in the area of marketing, how to create an ideal uh, business by having repeatable, reliable income source. Because what happens so often, James, is that when we don't have that predictability, then life business is really stressful. <laughs> so true. So true. Fantastic. And so looking at, I guess, the journey so far, I mean, as you know, businesses, I call businesses like the, the, the roller coaster at the Lunar Park, the Mighty Mouse. You're going one direction, <laughs> then going the other direction. And, and, and even as business owners like ourselves, there's obviously been some ups and downs and some challenges along the way. What, what, if you look back in, in that 20-year uh, journey, what's been, I guess, some of the challenges that have really shaped you? Obviously, you come out the other side, mm. but have shaped you to, to develop you as that, as that person. I feel uh, like similar to your roller coaster analogy that it's uh, being your own, um, being the owner of your own business is like taking a personal development journey forever, right? <laughs> and so for me, the learnings have been so many, you know, 
you know, putting all my money into an idea that did, that failed. I mean, within the first six months of being in business, we'd lost $50,000, which was about 50,000 times as much money as we had <laughs> to lose. And it took us two years to get out of a hole. And the hole was not only financial, it was emotional because we had thought we knew something. We went to a brand new market with a brand new product tried whole different ways of marketing we hadn't done before and felt totally flat on our face. And it took us a couple of years to get out of there. And then over the years, marketing changes, your ideal client changes, the type of uh, products and services you want to deliver changes. And if we're not nimble, every time I fall flat on my face, it's because I've taken my focus off something, either where the market was going or what I needed to have my idol business. You know, like a few years back, just before I sold my business, it took a health crisis to say, whoa, get back on track. You know, you're making good money. Life looks good on the outside, but you're falling apart, you know. So for me, um, all those setbacks, I think it just part, it just makes us tougher. It makes us stronger, but only because I've always surrounded myself with people. And what I love about what you're doing is you're bringing people together as business owners, being able to be in the environment with other business owners who really get us, who have walked in our shoes. That's the only way I've been able to stay in business all these years and be able to get back when I have fallen down is to to be around others who will help rebuild me <laughs> and that's that's so true you know I, I said something today on on as a facebook live the importance of your tribe you know and as you said it's yes you can have the ups and downs and the roller so true like business is the most expensive personal development course <laughs> out there right um but but it's it's who you surround yourself with to pick yourself up and and to get back on that horse and being showing that resilience of, you know what, here's the focus and, and let's, let's go and do it. That's fantastic. Oh. And when we flip side, on. Oh, sorry. I just wanted go to on, say on. one more thing if I could. So the challenges change. So when you're starting your business, the challenge might be I need a viable business model or I need to have an offer that converts. But then when you're managing, when you start bringing on team, the challenges are different. How do I manage stuff? How do I bring them on? What do I pay them? How do I motivate them? How do I replace them? What sort of systems do I need? So at every turn, there are just different challenges. Sometimes it's losing money, but other times it's just that we haven't grown ourselves to the level that we need to be as leaders in able to run the business at the next level. Yeah, so true. So true. So on the flip side though, on the flip side, you've had some amazing wins um, of this journey. What are some of the wins that really stand out for you that you go, you know what, I can beat my chest and I'm very proud of, you know, <laughs> what, what are some of those wins that have also shaped you? I'm not great at beating my chest, I have to say. And it's actually something that the women who are listening to your show will appreciate. Uh, we tend to kind of play down our, our wins a little bit, but we've been really fortunate. Our mentoring program was um, backed by the government. They gave us a quarter of a million dollars to develop an, the first online mentoring program uh, a few years back. And that went on to win multiple awards. Um, we're very quick to adopt new technology. Um, and so our blog was one of the first ones. Our podcast was one of the first in Australia. And our blog has won um, Best Australian Blog a couple of times and being recognized. And then personally, I've been lucky enough to be nominated for and win some awards as well. For me, all of that serves two purposes. One, it rewards the team and says, hey, you know, people are appreciating what you're doing and it's great for publicity, you know, and we do pay attention. Our authority grows, our influence grows when we can show other people um, how well we're doing. But for me, the biggest um, acknowledgement is to be able to tell my customer stories. Because when I can show others 
my customer stories and the transformations they've had, the differences that we've made in their business, that for me is the biggest reward. It's more than, a, you know, a trophy on a shelf. Um, and it builds more business, right? So the more we can tell our customer stories, the more confidence others will have in doing business with us. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, and that, I guess, leads into the next, next area of, of, of leadership. You said, you know, the importance of, of bringing the team along that journey and, you know, recognizing them for the hard work um, and the dedication. But also the flip side, the, the components for your customers and taking them on that journey, that shows a, a great deal of leadership. And I want to find out from you because, you've, you know, you're on that leadership journey, the CEO, you, you're flying the flag up high. What is leadership to you and how has that transformed your world? When I started, I was 26. And so my leadership ability and confidence was really, really low. I was hiring people much older than me. I was working with, like you, you started really young in business too. Um, And so for me, leadership has been the biggest personal development journey. How do I lead in my communication, in my management, in my, how do I hold the vision? How do I bring people along? And for me, that's been an ongoing process. The biggest key to that is our communication. And and that is across everything, how we communicate with our staff, with our peers, with our um, uh, customers, of course, whether that be on our website, in an email, on social media, uh, when putting together a proposal. So whether it's written, verbal, uh, or just the ability to be, right? And so I'm talking a little bit kind of woo-woo here. But leadership is about who we're being in the world, not so much what we're doing. So until we can actually bring our whole self and take the position of CEO in our business and feel worthy of that position, we can't lead. We can't lead by bullying. We can get away with that for a little while. We can by beating our chest and saying my way or the highway. But again, it's very short term. But the moment that we can own our own personal power and our confidence and be able to serve our staff, the people around us, I think that's what makes us a great leader. Oh, I get goosebumps when I talk about this. This is fantastic. That's totally that sense of being, that, that total, that sense of personal power and that confidence to step into that role. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the CEO role or the team leader role. It can be any role yeah. that you be within that role. And that's, that's beautiful. That's, I, I love that kind of stuff. Taking that into consideration, that, that state of being, how has that then affected affected your team? How does that affect all teams that you've seen from your customers, from your own teams, from your own journey? How's that then affected? What do you see of those teams that are doing it really well and those teams that aren't doing it really well? That's a great question. I think uh, from what I've seen is that the more we are willing to be the leader uh, unabashedly, what's and all, and be real and be vulnerable and go, I don't exactly know, but also know that you do know. Like there's so much we do know and that's all we can take into it with us. And so when, we're, when I'm working with a team, um, I will be very clear about what direction we're going, what the vision is, but also be very clear where my, the gaps are in my skills. When I'm watching other business owners do it, and I especially find this in smaller teams, is find that line where you are the leader, but you're also the friend but you're the leader first. And I was talking to one of my members the other day and she was having just a simple operational issue. It's like the garbage bin, no one, everyone was walking right past the full garbage bin. No one was taking it out and she was taking it out and she was really annoyed. And I'm like, so what is the system? 
So as leaders, sometimes we need to turn to the system rather than the people. And so yep. I said, so do you have a roster? Does everyone, whose responsibility is the garbage bin? I know this sounds really trivial, but they're the sorts of things that as leaders can eat up our energy. Nobody's filling, you know, cleaning the coffee machines. No one's putting out the bin. No one's getting back to the customers. So how do we as leaders set up the system and structure to allow people to win? So the, team, yeah, so the teams I see that are winning is there's a structure around it. Everything is by design and intentional. It doesn't happen because we all love each other. <laughs> it happens because we're working in a structure that supports all of us. And that's, that's what I love is it's, what you've just mentioned is, is finding one, your strengths and finding out what you're really good at and focusing on that and then supporting, having that support structure around you. You're coming back to the full circle of who you're surrounding yourself with, even within your team. I'm getting really clear on where those roles are and where those defines are. And then coming back to the system, we'll go, okay, well, what's not working? How do we then turn to the system to create what it, what can work? And then say, and then coming back, tying then in your communication, is that is everyone across it? Do we know? Are we communi- Are we clear on that communication piece of the system? Everyone's clear, ready, set, go. So you love it. So so you, you've had some great mentors and you've been supported around some amazing people over, over the years. Who would be, I guess... You don't have to share favorites, but who are some of the <laughs> who are some of the mentors that have really, I guess, made a massive difference and impact in your world? Uh, I have uh, sought mentors actively like from the beginning of my business and I continue to, and they've been different mentors depending where I was in my business. So um, one, I'll get to my probably most powerful mentor in a moment, but um, one of my favorite mentors was when the internet was just starting to take off. And I know this is a while ago now, but um, I came across a guy who really understood internet marketing and he was talking about this magical world where you would send out emails and people would click and go to websites and it was all this automation and, and it was so new to Australia. And we had been a direct marketing company. We would send out newsletters every month. I'm sure James, at some point we sent you newsletters. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> right? We were printing 30,000 newsletters a month. It was ridiculously expensive. But once I understood that there was this thing called online marketing, I latched on to a guy called Corey Rudel who was out of Vancouver, Canada. And he became my mentor around online marketing. And that allowed us to move way ahead of our competition and our market at that particular time. So it was very specific. The mentor that I still, um, I guess, uh, acknowledge as making the biggest difference in my life is a man named Robert Kiyosaki who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And a lot of your listeners will be familiar because of the industry. And so Robert is a different um, and has been and was especially for about 10 years when we were working very closely together, my mentor. And that was in business, but also in investing. And what was really important because um, I had my partner and I had the license for his books and his board games and his events for over 10 years. And one of the things that he said to us very early on, well, firstly, he's a big thinker. So he was always expanding our thinking. But he said to me, if we're going to be out there teaching people how to be financially free through investing, you better start investing. So you're seeing a lot of cash go through your business. And I see this all the time, James. Cash is going through the business, but no one is putting it away so that we can stop having to have a business by putting it into other investments. And so in 1997, which is now 21 years ago, we bought our first um, property. And then we continued to invest in real estate. So there came a point when in my late 30s, I could stop working if I wanted to because my real estate was going to provide me an income 
from there on in. And I'm very lucky. It was very strategic. And it was because my mentor said, business is fun. You're great. But one day you're going to get tired. (laughs) And you want to have something there that is working for you. Uh, And so I still credit Robert and his wonderful wife, Kim, uh, for being such great mentors to me in that area of business and investing. But I still have mentors now. You know, it just depends on what it is that I'm looking to do, where the skill set is that I'm looking to develop. Uh, But I encourage, that is one of my pieces of advice to people is get a mentor. I love it how you've said that you actively, you know, seek out who you want to to align yourself and 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 be mentored by because that's so true it's not just you know not just going to sit on the top of the mountain and and wait till a mentor come (laughs) it would actually need to find out where's the gap who do i who services that gap and how can i learn from that from that person right and sometimes you might not know the person but you know the quality so we've been matching mentors with mentorees uh for 20 years this year and so people come and say okay this is what's going on in my business this is the skill set i'm looking for we ask them a bunch of questions and we find them a mentor and then set them up to work together so they don't have to be in your industry they don't have to be your gender they don't have to actively know your business they have to have had a business and been successful in some area that you're wanting to develop um and there's some other criteria we won't get into but um i think there when you look at who's on your team you want to look at not only who your staff is but who are those experts and mentors that you rely on so true. And that's what I love, Susie, is that you're actually, you know, when you're working with Robert, that was, you know, you're, you're walking the talk with the property investing, right? Because your promotion is Robert Kiyosaki, which they poured at. And now you've, you know, your her business is around mentoring their community and look what you're doing. You're having, so, so that's what I love. It's you, you walk the talk. So thank, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> so if you have to give business owners out there three key pieces of advice, what would be your three key pieces of advice? The first one I kind of hinted towards, and that is to seek out mentors and experts. You don't have to do this on your own, right? In the end, it's your business. In that way, you're on your own, but you don't have to be doing it on your own. So mentors and experts. The other is staying committed to your education. Um, and that is actively, whether it's podcasts, whether it's seminars, whether it's masterminds, whether it's courses, whatever it is, being very strategic, saying, this is my objective for my business. Here's the skills I have. Here's the skills I don't have. And then filling that gap and ongoingly and don't try to be cheap, right? Don't just, there's lots of free information, but what you want to pay for is access to people who are going to hold your hand, who'll be there to answer questions, who will mentor, support you, coach through, through that process. Cause you'll just get results so much faster. Um, And then finally, I would say for those running their own business is to really rein in your focus because it can be so easy to be distracted by bright, shiny objects, whether that's a new social network or a new way your competitor is doing business. Set your high level goals and objectives and keep your eye on the prize. And there's a great book called Focus by Daniel Goleman in which he talks about three types of focus. Inner focus, that ability to get centered and know what you really want. Out of focus, which is keeping an eye on the market and how things are changing, and other focus. And that is being aware of what's going on with your team members, what's going on with the people around you. And when we can rein in our focus, we can be that present leader leader that we mentioned earlier, really being in the being and lead from a totally different perspective. Wow. 
three killer pieces of advice. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So what's coming out? What's the future hold for, for yourself and, and what's, what's on the agenda for her business? So we have over the last couple of years started um, offering more long-term programs rather than short-term programs. And the reason is I've just watched my own behavior, James, and where I'm getting my biggest wins is in the communities that I'm part of long-term. It's, you know, I still do the short courses, you know, six modules, you know, a couple of thousand dollars, whatever it is, a couple of hundred dollars. But where I'm getting traction is where I'm allowing myself to be coached and mentored over a long period of time. So that's what we're developing. And we're just about to release a new program um, just in the next few weeks after this is published and I'm so excited. I feel like it's the most on purpose I've been around where we can really help people. Uh, and so that's what we're developing, more programs. Some of them are offline. They have online components, offline components, but it's education is what we are about uh, and creating communities of like-minded people. So more of that. <laughs> and, and I think you're so, like, so spot on with uh, that sense of community because People come and go with courses, but they stay for the community. Um, like yourself, part of a number of different communities, but it's the, it's the gold nuggets that you find within that community. And, you know, business is, it, it's not new, right? Business has been around for, for thousands of years and people have shared similar journeys along the way. Yeah. And when, when you can have a community that, oh yeah, I've been there or yeah, I've, I've solved that. That's when the, that true magic happens. And, and when you have that sense of community, once again, your three key pieces of advice, the education starts to flow, um, and then you become focused because you've got other people to hold your account to go, hey, you said you're going to do this. What's that all about? Yeah. Um, so that's what I love. That, that's yeah, fantastic. Well done. Oh, that sounds exciting. So how can we find out more? Where, where can the audience go? What, what, yeah, tell us more details. Okay, great. So um, our website is herbusiness.com. That'll give people an idea of the types of things we do. But right now we are offering a workshop called the Ideal Business Workshop. Uh, you'll find it at idealbusinessworkshop.com. And that is going to be live for, for a few weeks. Um, so you want to go across there and get in. And what I'm teaching in that is the five-part system that I've used in working with tens of thousands of business owners and also use myself to take something from non-existence to being ideal. It's the same way that I've developed businesses, projects, products. So whatever it is you're wanting to bring into creation with the view of having repeatable, reliable income streams, um, that's what the Ideal Business Workshop is about. Fantastic. So go and check it out, herbusiness.com at Ideal Workshop. That sounds absolutely incredible. So definitely everyone who's listening to it, go and check that out. Susie, really appreciate your time, energy, expertise, Love it all. And uh, thank you for being a guest on today's podcast. Thank you so much. It was great fun. Thanks for having me, James. 